You know, Hannah, if there's one thing I really hate, just like a thing that's not really an issue in your day-to-day life, but just causes problems, unnecessary problems, it is a suburban Target parking lot. Yes. Because they were massive parking lots, somehow always filled, because people love Target. (laughs) I love Target. I love Target, too. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I agree. As as this particular instance, I was headed to a Target. As per usual, this Target was very busy. I'm driving down an aisle. I'm like, oh, there's a spot up there. And then I get a little closer in a car, just pulled in. I'm like, cool, whatever. I'll go around the corner. I see a car is exiting their spot. And I'm like, oh, great. I can take this one. So I put my blinker on, get ready to go. They pull out, start to drive away. I turn in. I didn't see a single car on the other side. And as I'm turning in, I then see a car approaching like from a distance with their blinker and i was like okay they must have come up after Mm -hmm. like i already claimed the spot and i was like okay cool um so i get out of my car start walking to target this person waited until i got out of my car to then drive up directly behind me honk aggressively at me and because i've spent a Many years getting honked at for various reasons. I did not react. I didn't turn around, didn't react, didn't have a reaction because I'm like, I don't care. Like, sorry. There was literally a spot directly on the other side. Another spot over I could see three empty spots. I'm like, I just went around the side. You could do the same. It's not that big a deal. And I was like, whatever. I hope that you got it out of your system because people are like, some people get so petty with parking. Like, unnecessarily petty. And it wasn't an instance where, like, they were already there, right. ready to turn in. It was like, sorry, like, I turned first. So I don't know what to tell it's you. You weren't the there. Yeah, you weren't parking. there. I didn't see you until I'd already turned. Like, I was turning, right. and then I saw this car. And I was like, okay, well, didn't claim it. Right. And I then go into Target. Yeah. And I'm just shopping. I'm just looking at, you know, the clothing. I'm looking at the sports bras. Looking for some nice stuff to buy. And I just hear loudly slightly away from me this woman loudly talking about somebody stealing her spot like incredibly loudly where it was very clearly directed at me um because she clearly honked at me and said something along the lines of like like if i've got my blinker on babe you can't take my spot stuff like that and i'm just like Come on, like really? I think the reason she got upset is because I didn't react. I think right. she wanted to startle me, you know, and right. have some sort of reaction out of me. And I don't give a shit. So right. I like I really could care less. I'm just here to get my Brita filter, my essential oils for my humidifier and, and my sports bra and then go home. Like I'm not I do not want to pick a fight with someone at a Target at like noon on a Saturday. Right. Like why? Why would I do this? So but I was just like, All right, come on, like really? You really feel the need to be that petty that you need to, like, one, try to shame me right, by honking at me, and then, again, loudly, like, I don't know, make a scene. Right, just because. Because someone stole your, quote-unquote, stole your parking spot. Right. I don't know. I was just like, why? Why, Hannah? Why? why? Good question. I have a, a story. It didn't go as intense as this one, but um, one of the first times I... Spent a day with Audrey, a friend of the podcast, when we were, she was one of my first friends who had a license. So right. we went to um, a nearby shopping plaza to the store, Parisian, as it once was called. It's no longer called that. But 
we were parking and um, Audrey had pulled through a spot. Like, there were two open, so she pulled through. And this woman, like, came in like she was going to turn in and then just gave us the dirtiest look. Like, she was, like, so pissed off. And we're like, didn't even, again, it was this thing where I was right. like, I didn't even see this person. Like, yeah. And she just, like, the dirtiest look. And we were like, this is fun. <laughs> yeah. Glad we're having a fun time. Good times. Being, like, aggressively, like, stared at. But anyway, I just wanted to share, um, probably one of the weirdest parking experiences I've had at Target, especially, but just in general. Like, you know, that happens. Like, people, you know, take people's spots and you may get honked at or flipped off or whatever. But, like, that was, like, intensive. One, to follow me. Right. Wait until I got out of my car to follow me. Yeah. To honk at me and then to continue to loudly discuss it right. near in me, clearly you, like that seeing are, me yeah. in the store and then loudly. Yeah. So I was just like, cool. Yeah. I hope she, I, she probably was having a bad day. I hope that helped her feel better. Right. I don't know. Like, I, don't, whatever. I was like, I don't need to engage. Yeah, like, what do I get I'm out of this? Like, like there's fight. nothing I'm going to say that will change her feelings right. or do anything to better right. anyone. So can't reason with people like that exactly yes best not to best not to disengage disengage whenever possible always better to hesitate than to resuscitate as uh, hannah once said and also better to disengage than to engage (laughs) yes Hannah, what are you drinking on a nice night? A nice Winnipeg night like tonight? A little um, peach schnapps. Mm-hmm. What's it called? What's the drink called? Hold on. Please hold. It is called a woo-woo. A woo-woo. I love a good woo-woo. Um, it's peach schnapps, cran, berry juice, and Tito's vodka. Also known as Tito's. Tito's, Yes. Still waiting for that sponsorship. We are. Also... But, but Hannah, I, I correct me if you're wrong, but are you not drinking root beer? Oh, I forgot. Root beer. Root beer. I'm drinking root beer because I do not drink alcohol. Only root beer. Yeah, because we only know the the worst little boys and girls only drink root beer. Yes. Truly savages. Root beer. Root beer. We really need you to know that we're drinking root Root beer. Root beer. And loudly enunciate that about 18 times. One more time. Root, root beer, beer. In about a five minute span. Root beer. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. I bet you're wondering. What well, the first, fuck are you talking about? This is Hannah. This is co-host Alyssa. And this is re- Research Rank Repeat. <laughs> I bet you're wondering what's going on. Yeah, I bet you are wondering. Because we are too. Yes. We're back with a um, series we started about a year ago called Disney Animated versus Live Action, yeah. where we compare the live action to the animated counterparts of Disney movies, and then also rank the animated and the live action into their own separate categories. Yes. Yeah. This is like an update. I guess not an update. It's a new episode, but it's like an addition. Addition, yeah. And um, this is something that we had come up with. There was a new movie that came out. Yes. So we're like, well, we'll do that, and then we'll do another animated, and it's live. 
counterpart. Right. Um, we're doing Elsa Wonderland. Yes. Which and, was the next on our list. Right. And we are just doing the first live action. I know there is yes. technically two. Technically there are two, but right. we have decided for the sake of our own sanity yes. and just to keep it easy, we are solely just going to do the original, and I say that in quotes, because Alice right. in Wonderland technically is kind of like a sequel to the animated film right. in a way. And uh, Pinocchio, which the live action just came out. Yes, it came out last year. late last year. Yeah. So and technically Pinocchio is the first movie of our list. Right. Uh, based on years. We're going chronologically yes. by year. So right. we have to sneak that back in. Correct. But yeah, so we have four movies. We do. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I enjoyed doing this series. Um, yeah. I think it's interesting to, one, we haven't seen all the live action movies. Yeah, I've seen very few. Right. And it's also interesting to see how they compare or if one's better than the other. Right. And how much, how much is this movie made for money versus passion is really a great question I like to ask myself. Yes. Yeah. Once again, we have written our own summaries. We have. Gotten some backgrounds. Yep. Uh, And as usual, we don't really love Disney as a company. Right. But- we're here for a research time. Yes. Maybe not a good time or a long time, but yeah. sometimes a long time and not a good time. <laughs> That's true too. I think Yeah. We should get started. I think we should start with Pinocchio I think since so. it was technically, it's the, technically first. the first. Um and I believe you have the background for Pinocchio. Yes. I did the animated Pinocchio. Yes, and I did the live action. Okay. So Pinocchio was rated G. Was least released. Oh, I'm already starting out with the flubs. In nineteen forty. Runtime an hour, 31 minutes, has a 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 99% on Metacritic, and it grossed $164 million. So Pinocchio is based off the 1883 Italian children's novel, The Adventures of Pinocchio, written by Carlo Collodi? Collodi. Sure, sure. It was the second animated feature film produced by Disney. And it was directed and produced by Ben Sharpstein and Hamilton Lewski. So at the time, the film was considered a groundbreaking achievement in the area of effects, animation, uh, machinery, and incorporating natural elements into animated movies. It received critical acclaim and became the first animated feature to win a competitive Academy Award. It won two for Best Music Original Score and for Best Music Original Song for... When you wish upon a star. Dreams do come true. Not in this. <laughs> yeah. Not in this world. Yeah. Um, so initially it was a box office bomb, mainly due to World War II. Um, it yeah. cut off a lot of the European and Asian markets overseas. But it eventually made a profit in 1945. It was reissued, and that's when a lot of the money came in. Yeah. This movie was added to the National Film Registry in 1994, and it was actually supposed to be released after Bambi. So it was supposed to be the third feature film. Um, but Bambi had delays due to issues with adopting the storyline and animating animals to look realistic. So they delayed Bambi. So a lot of work went into developing Pinocchio's character, both like characteristic-wise and appearance-wise. Went through a lot of different uh, versions before they found the correct one they wanted. Yeah, because the version from the book Mm -hmm. story looks absolutely nothing like Mm -hmm. Pinocchio from this film. And also he's very like 
rude and yes. like snotty. He's a shit. He's a right. little shit. So they wanted a more likable version. So Jiminy Cricket was originally written as a very minor character that Pinocchio squished and killed with a mallet and later returns as a ghost. Um, but he was changed when they needed a character to be able to guide Pinocchio to make the right decisions. They decided to make that Jiminy Cricket. And Walt Disney decided to use celebrities as voice actors for this film, which was considered the first time an animated film had done that. So a lot of the people who were in this film were celebrities um, before, Mm -hmm. you know, as opposed to just like voice actors, actresses. I have a summary. Okay. Pinocchio is a wooden toy who dreams of no longer having hardwood and becoming a real boy. After giving in to peer pressure, Pinocchio learns that falling in the wrong crowd will turn you into a real ass. He drinks beer, swallows copious amounts of cigarette smoke, and lies before learning how to care about others and make the right decisions. Yeah. Yeah. This movie's dark. Yeah. Terrifying. I have not seen Pinocchio since I was, like, little. So we had this on VHS. Right. I affectionately referred to Pinocchio as Yoki Yoki, as I could not say his full name right. as a child. Hard so I know we watched it, and I had some memories, but I agree, it had been quite a while since I've right. seen this in full. And I remembered the Pleasure Island with the donkeys being, like, Terrifying. scary, yeah. but, like, I don't know, it got worse. <laughs> it's really dark. There's a lot of, like, stuff that... It came out in the 1940s, yeah. so it's, you know, yeah, wouldn't wouldn't fly nowadays, as we find out in the live action. Well, my favorite is um, that there is a clock of a woman just spanking a bare-bottom child over and over and over, and I was like, what the fuck? It makes yeah. a reappearance in the live action. It sure does, but with corrections. Yes. Yeah. My comment was, who wouldn't want a clock with a woman's, with a woman bare-bottom spanking <laughs> yeah. child? Yeah. I wrote... Why is the scene of Jiminy trying to fall asleep with all the extra noise us at church camp? Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, how do you sleep with all those clocks and noises? There's no way. Yeah. Um, I also wrote, I don't remember the scene, but I wrote, did this man just light a match with his ass cheeks? <laughs> yeah, when he hears the noise. Also, yeah. I love that the blue fairy comes in. They make all this noise. Jiminy and Pinocchio sing a whole song about his conscience. <laughs> Everyone is asleep, and then they wake up, and they're like, what is that noise? And I'm like, how the fuck are you sleeping through this? Um, Are you good? Yeah, this movie is like, it's kind of boring. It is at times. It it's, is at times had, boring. In the middle, I like couldn't keep my attention. I really, I'm blanking on the name. It's the fox and the cat. Yeah. Hi, Diddly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Swindler Men. Honest. Honest John. Honest John. Honest John. And, 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 but anyway, Honest John. So it's after he comes back from being in the puppet show. Mm-hmm. And they are like trying to, the the coachman with the devil face. That's terrifying too. Yeah. And he leans in and it's just red devil energy. I was aghast a little bit. Um, But they're like. We have to do a doctor's report, and he's just, like, sputtering nonsense. And that was really entertaining. Yeah. I really liked... I thought that scene was fun, and I, like, didn't remember it, so I was enjoying yeah. that. Um, yeah, there are parts that are boring, certainly. I think, like you said in the background, what really works with this movie is, like... I'm amazed at how technological, yeah. like, in terms of animation... 
terms of coloring, in terms of depth perception, yeah. there is a shot where Jiminy is hopping up to the store and it like the screen like comes at you. Like the forefront is like you can see the depth. Right. And I really appreciate um something that I I didn't clearly did not notice as a child, but I really appreciate that they give a lot of um shots of like looking at the world from Jiminy's point of view mm-hmm. like the camera angles and like making things look really big or really small um to show things from his perspective that I thought was really well done yeah um especially um even the part where they go underwater yeah. I was like that looks great for 1940 yeah they I read some info on the background of that and they said they spent a lot of time on the water animation and it was considered like the template yeah. going forward it on looks how to do water great. and like the monstro stuff like right. all of that animation looks like it looks really right. really good and it's hard for me to be like this came out 80 years like over 80 right. years ago and somehow like holds up it's, it's bizarre somehow better than ice age animation. it's so sub- <laughs> and it's like that's the thing like i have a hard time with 3d you know cgi and 3d right. animation is that when it looks bad it looks really bad it looks bad bad right um but 2d always looks good you can kind of get away with you more. can get away with more I agree. so it, it is really interesting although i agree it can it gets a little boring in the middle it just looks amazing it does genuinely it does i agree with that i think too the thing i appreciate about this movie because i'll mention it in another movie is that there's a good plot and there's like a solid story mm-hmm. and it's not just like random scenes i think too that there's a couple i think a, multiple characters are likable and become like people you root for mm-hmm. and even pinocchio like when he just keeps like messing up you still find a way to root for him yeah. because he's of his like innocence and because of his like night um naivete or naivete Naivete. Naivete. Naive, naivete. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Naivete. Why are you saying it like that? Because that's how it's pronounced. Naivete. Yeah, naivete. You could pronounce it nativity? <laughs> no, like... Na- naivete. Na- naiveness. His naiveness. Okay, I think naivete is a real okay. word. I'm pretty sure. Um, His naiveness makes him likable. It makes mm-hmm. you want to root for him. And yes. I think, like, Jiminy Cricket's, like, a good... Almost could be considered, like, a main character. Yeah. Because he is really the focus. I know that a lot of the movie is from his focus, and I know in, like, 2000, they released a movie that's, like, from Geppetto's mm-hmm. point of view. Because mm-hmm. um, a lot of this movie is from Jiminy Cricket's, like, view. And yeah. so, um, I think... In this movie, honestly, Geppetto's not really, like, a main character. No. As opposed to the live action. Yeah. But he still is likable. And, like, yeah. the cat... And they give him, yeah, they give him a lot in the very beginning. Right. Where, like, you establish him as a character when he's creating Pinocchio mm-hmm. and, like, pretending to dance yeah. with him and stuff. Yeah. I think they do a good job of establishing characters. I think early so, Early on. Yeah. But, yeah. I think overall, like, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Maybe just a little boring at parts. Yeah. But that's, like, my biggest gripe yeah. with it. Um, did you have any favorites from this film? I went... F- Favorite character I went with Jiminy Cricket. I agree. I went with Jiminy as well. I really just liked how he helped Pinocchio and guided him. And I just liked his perspective throughout the movie. Yeah, Um, He had a real thing for inanimate women objects, which was a little off-putting. A little creepy, but... But 
it's the it's a uh, cricket yeah. and it's the 40s so whatever if that's the worst if that's what he's into that's what he's into you know we're not here to kink shame (laughs) right yeah so he was my favorite i think that favorite song i just went with because it's a classic when you wish upon a star yeah it's also it is the disney it's the disney theme like every time a disney movie plays you get the opening of cinderess castle with when you wish upon a star so did you say cinderess Cinderella's. Oh, I slurred a little. I, you said I, I slurred a little. Cinderella's okay. castle with, with when you wish upon yes. a star, the instrumental version. Yes. So like it is the theme yeah. to Disney. So it is iconic. Right. It's an iconic so I went song. with the iconic song. I agree. I think that's the best song in the movie by far. I didn't pick a favorite line for this movie. Um, I didn't have a favorite line, but I did think it was funny that when they were on Pleasure Island, the things that they determined, like, all the things you could wish for, cakes, pies, dill pickles, and ice cream. Right. Dill and pickles. I was like, why are all of these desserts and dill pickles? Like, why is... Dill pickles? I mean, I, I love dill pickles, but I just, I was I was thrown off. Yeah. I was like, wait a I had to, like, go back ten seconds just to make sure I read yeah, that right. right. So I didn't, that would have been my favorite line, but I found that to be very interesting. Okay. I think my favorite scene, I really liked, like, the opening scene after he mm-hmm. paints Pinocchio when he's, like, dancing around. Yeah. And just, like, that whole sequence, because I think it does a good job of, like, establishing characters. Yeah. Which I liked. I liked that scene as well, but the one I picked was the Escape from Monstro. Mm-hmm. Just because the animation is so well done, and it's really not a lot of dialogue. It's very focused on, like, this, like generally monstrous whale the water and the way that it looks it just like looks really well done so i really enjoyed that part of the movie yeah yeah Yeah, i think that's that's it for this one yeah now we move to the live action pinocchio this movie um i think it was rated g i didn't grab the rating came out last year 2022 a runtime of an hour and five minutes um this movie was directed by rob right what? You said an hour and five minutes. Oh, sorry, 105 minutes. Oh. Sorry, I just read that completely yes. wrong. 105 minutes, which is an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Whatever. I don't care. I don't care, Hannah. Um, it's directed by Robert Zemeckis. I don't know what he's done. I didn't bother to look it up. Um, the script for this movie started in 2015, and then it was changed to a new writer in 2017 because they didn't like the original script and they wanted it to be different. Surprisingly, Hannah, in 1985, Jim Henson actually approached Disney about making a live action Pinocchio with new songs and using puppets. And Disney said, no, fuck off. And I am distraught because Christmas Carol, imagine that, but with Pinocchio, it'd be a great time. Yeah. Um, you know, Rizzo the rat being Pinocchio. <laughs> Gonzo? Gonzo could be Gonzo. Pinocchio. But anyway, I was really disappointed when I read that, that Disney was like, nah, get our, your hands off Pinocchio. It's our IP. We own this. So for the um, live action film, they had several new songs written and they kept most of the original songs, but they did get rid of, I think, two of them. It was also only released on Disney Plus due to COVID um, related reasons, even though this movie came out at the end of 2022 and technically like everything's in theaters again. So or like all the movies you want to be in theaters can be in theaters. No surprise there, you know, and definitely not a sign of anything. Um, So therefore, we don't have any insight into like box office um, numbers or like profits or losses or whatnot. So the week it released, it was the sixth most sixth sixth 
most watched program across all platforms, which, sure, that's something. It has a 28% run tomatoes, a 38 out of 100 on Metacritic. Um, it was nominated for six Golden Raspberry Awards, including Worst Actor for Tom Hanks, Worst Movie, I think Worst Score. I'm not entirely sure. I didn't look at all the six awards. I thought just the merit of there being six awards was was pretty significant. Um, and just some quotes from some people who revealed... revealed re- <laughs> just... Okay. <laughs> sort of weird. Um, and just some quotes uh, that I pulled from people who re- reviewed this film. Um, they said that it was, quote, visually dazzling, but soulless. And, quote, it exists because it can. Me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now it's time for my summary. Set in a green screen room with little to no, quote, live things, the remake of Disney's Pinocchio is sure to bore. Tom Hanks... Tom Hanks mumbles his way through songs. Jiminy is displeasing to the eye. And of course, you can't forget about the root beer. I can't think of a better way to spend an evening than listen to a small child sing cry Disney's theme song and stop to smell literal horseshit in the street. <laughs> you know, when I said that, I wished I would have had the yeah. live action song. Yeah. I was going to make a joke about Castaway. <laughs> I thought about Castaway. Because he gets Castaway once I, again. I was trying to find a way to work in yeah. Tom Hanks trying to relive his Castaway days, but um, <laughs> I couldn't find a way to write that in. When I tell you, Hannah, I, I, was, I woke up this morning to watch this movie. I watched this I last heard, night. When I heard Joseph Gordon-Levitt and his yeah. voice he chose for Jiminy Cricket, I said, yeah. oh no. Yeah, Hannah. <laughs> what happened <laughs> What happened? I have so, I have so many questions, Hannah. I just I am blown away. I am blown away at how poorly this movie is made. Sure, the CGI looks good, but here's the okay, here's my question, right? This is supposed to be a live action movie, right? That's what they're deeming these live action. Um, everything looked like a green scream room. Scream room. <laughs> I'm, we're flubbing today. That's the second time you said that. You said it during your summary. Did I? I didn't want to stop you. We're, we're having a hard, I'm having a hard time today. I don't know what's going on. Every single set piece looked like a green screen room. With like a table thrown in. With, like, here's a a bench, here's a can of trash for me to throw on the ground for a seagull. Um, the whole city was, was not real. Like, there were no real sets. There were no real, like, set pieces. It was just people walking around in what I assume is a giant blue screen or green screen room. Not even the puppets were real. They could have made real puppets, like, for the puppet show, but they're all fake. And it looks so wrong because Pinocchio looks so distinctly different comparatively to all these other puppets that I, I... He smells horse shit in the street. He, he leans down and gets a big whiff of horse shit, Hannah. Tom Hanks tries to sing. <laughs> he should have stopped. Once I was a boy. <laughs> I love how they kept... 
The woman's making the job, but they added a police officer. They added a police officer to be like, uh, uh, uh. Um, um, and then they had to be like, hey, look at all our Disney movies we've turned into clocks. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't they we also cute? were like Aren't very we much like Hollywood. Like, we don't, you don't have to worry about paying taxes because you're not yeah. an actor. Like Chris Pine. Right. That's your stage and, um, name. And they did a weird love story between Pinocchio and a wooden doll. Yeah, a marionette puppet. Yeah. A French ballet dancer. The changes they decided to make... They didn't fully commit. Right. Because you have a bigger emphasis on Geppetto and his relationship with Pinocchio and seemingly his relationship with a dead son and a dead wife or a wife who left him. Right. Um, But they don't really do anything with that. Right. Like, it's just, like, kind of, like, a flittering thought. Like, he's got a photo on his desk that somehow transfers his son's soul... Into Pinocchio. Quote, unquote, into Pinocchio. However you'd like to you know, view that. But then they, like, don't really build on that that much. They also change the ending. Yeah, where it's ambiguous. With Geppetto being the one who they think is dead. Yeah. And I think if you're going to go with the storyline of Tom Hanks, Geppetto, having lost a son already, I think it has more impact if you have Pinocchio Pinocchio. be the one who they think is dead. I agree. Because then this man is yet again faced with potentially losing a son. Also, because, Hannah, I... Are you telling me I have to listen to a small child cry, like, squeaky voice sing the Disney theme song? I literally wrote, Ah, my ears, please God make the child singing stop, please. Lifeless like Pinocchio. Yeah. Also, Plusher Island. Yeah. Let's talk about that. They gave Luke Evans a song, and that was fine. I enjoyed that one. It was, you know. Right. It was cool. I was like, sure, this is fine. Um, then we get to Pleasure Island, and they heavy emphasis on the root beer. Right. They're not drinking beer. Right. It's root beer for the yes. bad girl, girls and boys. They only drink root beer. And that's it. And then they throw things through windows. And they smash clocks, apparently. They smash clocks. But it's like... Why were there smoke monsters from Lost? Yeah, I like why? That. Why weren't they real people? Because in the movie, it's like in the original, it's like real people selling donkeys to salt mines, and like why are there smoke monsters on this island? Right. At least they got somebody who could sing to play the blue fairy. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, that that was a good part. The singing was really well done. Yeah. It was enjoyable. That was actually my favorite. That's my favorite performance. Part. Yeah, my favorite performance. I also um, think they didn't do the monster whale escape no. scene justice no because they're inside the whale for like two seconds yeah i really did not like the scene of them catching up to geppetto yeah and then getting swallowed right and then immediately yeah so it was very much not impactful yeah i because i really thought it was we didn't touch on this in our last one but i thought it was funny how they go home and it's clear geppetto's been gone because there's cobwebs right. and it's like oh no there's this note he's inside a whale right. like they sent the note from inside right. the whale to be like i'm trapped in a whale monstro's got me as they're like oh no we gotta save him but in this movie it's it's insinuating it's been a day it's all within one it's day. all within one day the problem i have with a lot of these live action movies which is why i'm not excited for lion king which is why I'm nervous about Little Mermaid, is that in trying to make these animals look hyper-realistic, you lose a lot of the animation's strengths, which is by giving them more expression. You can, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, the Honest John stuff was, like, very not... didn't impact the same way. Because you can't, like... 
you can't really do emotion super well. And, like, especially Jiminy's design was really unsettling. Yeah. I didn't like looking at him. Yeah. I also For think, lack of a better um, word. We talked about it with Dumbo, how yeah. it lost the emotion when yeah. they did the live action. Yeah. I think they destroyed Jiminy's character. I think so, yeah. In this movie. It just wasn't as good. He wasn't as good. I also didn't like that they tried to make... Pinocchio way more moral than he's supposed to be because he's supposed to learn but like when you go to Pleasure Island he like all he does is drink root beer and that's it he doesn't smash anything he doesn't smoke he doesn't you know because in the original movie he's smoking he's like playing pool they're destroying things like he's participating but in this one they make a big deal to be like I can't destroy a clock because it reminds me of my father and I'm gonna sit with a root beer um, and do nothing else and like talk about how I don't it's this isn't right like he I felt like that scene didn't play out the same way because it's like all part of the story is him learning to like right, right from wrong and yeah, I would agree that the original did. Yeah. And the added marionette stuff was fine. That was okay. It was fine. I don't I, think it I don't think it was bad, but it didn't no. really like enhance the story no, that much. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't I ooh, Hannah oof. I hope I hope this is the worst one. I hope this is the worst one, because this is bad. Yeah, this is why, and this is why I hate live these live action because remakes. Of that, yeah, because it's like there is, yeah, like they said it best, visually dazzling but soulless. Like they, it's just to make it to make it because they can, because they can, and because they, they can the money. make it. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing different that warrants making this. Right. Like I would never choose this right. to watch. And there also were three different Pinocchios released in the last year. Right. One certainly is only for a meme. Right. And the other, Beguiel Meryl del Toro, but, right. you know, choose a different one. Right. Please. Yeah. Do we just want to skip favorites? You got any favorites? The I liked th- I liked When You Wish Upon a Star by the Blue Fairy. That's what I was going to say. Um, best song. The only line that I actually thought was funny is when they were in the water and he was like, after I got kicked out of school, and he's like, you got kicked out of school just yeah. the way he said it. Yeah. Uh, besides that, I don't really have anything I like. Yeah. The only, um, normally we do, like, recreation of a scene. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. The only thing I really liked that I thought was okay was, like, the beginning sequence. Yeah. I thought that I worked. I thought the, like, creating the Pinocchio and dancing right. him around. I thought that worked well. And I would say the animated is a lot better. Oh, 100%. Yeah. If you, I would never recommend this movie. Like, no. honestly, don't watch it. Yeah, okay. don't watch it. Yeah, that's Moving all I have on. to say. Move it on. All right. To better things. Uh, yes. And now we have Alice in Wonderland, the original, which was released in uh, 1951. It's rated G, and it has a runtime of 75 minutes. So this movie is based on the Alice series of books by Lewis Carroll, which is one of the most well-known book series of all time, um, composed of many different books. So actually, this was the first movie that disney wanted to make like this is the movie he wanted to make and he tried to make it in both the 30s and the 40s and they were considering doing an, a combination of live action and animated together um but instead they decided to go with snow white also they were deterred because paramount had apparently done a live action film of alice in 1933 and so they were like okay well this just came out let's let's wait a time and then the war happened and as we discussed with pinocchio and dumbo and these ones that they were you know losing money so they had to push things back this movie had a ton of scripts like it went through like several different scripts and they actually wrote 
30 potential songs for this movie, which is the most like songs made for any Disney film. Um, and I think there were eight in the film, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. I think that's how many there were. When this film was released, it was considered a failure. It did not do well. It originally had a bunch of negative reviews. It, uh, quoting a someone who reviewed the film, abound in energy but utterly lacking in enchantment. Um, literary critics also had a problem with it, saying that it had Americanized the source. Some of the um, people associated with the film had said that the they thought that there might have been like too many cooks in the the kitchen because there were five directors working on the film. However, 1971, they started to release it in um, like college campus theaters, and that was successful. And then, because of that success, they re-released it in theaters in 1974 with the um, like using the Jefferson Airplane White Rabbit song to kind of be like the you know like hey come see this movie it's back in theaters and it was a success much so that they did a re-release in theaters in 1981 so it in 1974 it made 3.5 million dollars alone which was over the entire budget the future in general was very kind to this movie as it's now regarded one of the best disney animated films it has an 84 percent in rotten tomatoes is 68 percent of metacritic and like currently like in current day um, reviews and is viewed a lot more favorably than it was when it was released. Based on one of the most popular books of all time, join Alice, a small child who daydreams her way down a rabbit hole into Wonderland. In this fantasy world full of creatures tripping on LSD, Alice will encounter plenty of, plenty of colorful characters, songs, and whimsy as she tries to find a white rabbit who needs to work on his time management skills. Now, I think I know how you feel about this film so i'll let you go first it's been a while since i've seen this movie again like pinocchio i think that my biggest issue with the film is that i feel like there's a lack of solid story line where i feel like this movie is more jumping from scene to scene to character to character mm-hmm. without a lot of story uh within that mm-hmm. Um, I've read before that Alice is supposed to represent someone with schizophrenia and that this is all like, instead of being like a dream, this is like her delusion delusions. I don't know if that's the case, but I I think it's for sure. The author was on drugs right? (laughs) at certain points while writing this, the the books in general. I I mean, yeah, that, um, (sighs) I don't know. It's hard for me because I, at times I liked it, but at times I just really struggled with like following the story because I didn't feel like there was a lot to follow. Yeah. That's what I would say overall. Yeah. Um, so this is a, we also had this on VHS as well. So watched it quite a bit and I remember liking it when I was a kid and I have actually seen this a few times over the past, I don't know, 10 years or whatever. So Mm -hmm. it's, it was a little fresher to me than for sure than Pinocchio. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I really like this film. Okay. Um, I think the disjointed nature works because of how chaotic this world is. Okay. And especially because the way the books are written are not necessarily like there are a lot more short segments. Right. Like that's, you know, like in general. And I don't love all the segments. You know, I like the progression leading to, like, the finale of, like, the Queen, um, the Queen of Hearts and 
you know, the trial right. where they bring back all the different kind of groups together. I think what I like about it is it's incredibly colorful. Mm-hmm. Has a lot of like unique characters. I don't necessarily think that Alice in Wonderland has great music. I, would, I think I would that's. Agree. I think that is one of the points where it lacks. It's a weak, it, a I don't, weak part of the movie. I don't think it has any like a lot of those early Disney movies have at least one song that I'm like, oh, that may that's right. that movie. That is the song. Whereas Alice, I really like. When I was trying to think of a favorite song, I had to like think about right. it. I was like, which one do I like most? Because I don't think they're not necessarily bad, but I don't think they're amazing. And I I have to wonder because there were so many songs made for this film that they like struggled. Because right. I know they had to cut a lot of things. They had, like, wanted to do a scene with, like, the Jabberwocky, and they had wanted to do other things. And, like, I think they even had recorded dialogue and then had to cut stuff. I can see, like, where the issues are with the film, but I don't know. I just find it, like, oddly charming in a way that I don't really have, like, a, a critique right. of. That I could be like, oh, this is amazing. Like, yeah. I just... I'm just like, I just like it. I just like I, a, I like this green fat caterpillar with a hookah yeah. going, who are you? I agree. I think the, the animation is cool. The colors mm-hmm. are really cool. I have a little bit of an issue with the queen. I don't think she's necessarily that strong of a villain. No. She's just not very, like, intimidating. There were definitely parts and segments of it I really liked. There were, like, lines that I thought were funny. And I think the character, side characters, like, worked. Mm-hmm. I just think, like, for me, the main issue was just, like, and maybe that's, like, a preference thing. Yeah. With just not having, like, as clear of a story. Right. But overall, I think it's still, like, a decent movie. Yeah. Which is fair. Yeah. All right. Do you have a favorite character? Yeah. I um I really think Alice works in this movie really well. And she's, like, the driving force between behind everything. A special shout out to that uh, hookah caterpillar, though. Yes. He's pretty great. Yes. Just, just lounging, smoking. Having a good time. Yeah. I think she, like, works because she's clearly, like, shown in the beginning that she's a daydreamer, that she's, you know, imaginative. And, you know, but she's a child, so she gets frustrated and she has issues and she cries a, a cry me a river, you know, drawn the whole world. Yeah. So, yeah, I liked her character. I thought it worked. Yeah, I went with Alice as well. Pretty much the reasons you said. Mm-hmm. I picked... Her favorite song, I I don't even know what the title of it is, but it was the Painting the Roses Red. I think it's just called Painting the okay. Roses Red, yeah. I just thought it had, like, a nice vibe to it. It has a nice and melody. the scene worked. Yeah, I picked two, because I couldn't really pick between... One was the Painting the Roses Red, and then it's called Golden Afternoon. It's the Flowers song. I just okay. like the melody of that one. Yeah. It's kind of a similar thing. Like, I like the vibe of that one. Yeah. I did have a favorite line. Okay. There's the part where they're, like, introducing the queen, Mm -hmm. and then they go, and the cane, and one person just goes, hooray! (laughs) Just one person, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I I really like this, and I've said it multiple times throughout my life, just this caterpillar just aggressively smoking, going, who are you? (laughs) And because of that, it's my favorite. Yes. Um, Favorite scene, I like the... The scene where all the card guards are, mm-hmm. like, out and they're, yeah. like, in the main yard area. I just, like, really like the scene where they all entered. Yeah. I thought it, like, worked really well and I thought the animation was really cool. Yeah. It's hard because, yeah, again, it being so segmented, right. there's a lot of, like, individualistic scenes. I really like the scene at, like, the, the Mad Hatter's, like, the birthday party. Yeah. Like, I think that one's fun. I think it's memorable. Mouse comes out of a cake. 
yeah. or a cupcake or whatever he a teapot i don't know a mouse emerges there's just a lot of chaos in that yeah um and i've always liked that but i do agree i do really like the i like the concept and like design of these cards mm-hmm. like the way they they walk and the way they move i think is really interesting and works yeah yeah all right, all right. final film we go into alice in wonderland live action Rated PG, was released in 2010, is an hour and 52 minutes, had a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb, a 51% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 53% on Metacritic, and box office, 1.2 billion. It did really good in the box office. Yes. I remember. I didn't, we didn't, I don't think you saw it in theaters. No. I didn't, but I remember, like, everyone yeah. I knew was This was the first it. time I'd seen it. Yeah. Watching it now. I had seen some of it before yeah. on television, but I, it was, like, 20 minutes and it was in the middle so so this film is directed by tim burton and written by linda wolverton Uh, the movie began development in 2007 when tim burton was asked to direct two 3d films for disney one being alice in wonderland the other being a remake of frank and weenie Uh, they did a lot of pre-production and visual effects for the film a majority of the time of this film was spent adding in cgi and all the after production stuff yeah i'm just not surprised me so they filmed this in the united states and the united kingdom um filmers received mixed reviews so it was praised for its visual style costumes musical score performances and special effects uh but was criticized for its lack of narrative coherence and it became the fifth highest grossing film during its uh theatrical run the second highest grossing film of 2010 yeah do you know, have a guess on what the highest grossing film of 2010 was? I, Avatar was either 2009 or 2010. Could be Avatar. So about 2009 then. Um, okay. Harry Potter? No. Harry Potter came out that year, but it was below. Below? It was Toy Story 3. Oh, yeah. 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 Toy Story 3 made a ton of money. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at a list of all the movies that came out in 2010, and there's some, like, really strong contenders. 2010 was a... I remember that was, I think, the year Inception, they... In, yeah. I think that was the year Harry they Potter. increased the Oscar yeah. nominations to be 10 instead right. of, like, whatever it was before. So this movie received three nominations at the Golden Globes, and one for Best Art Direction and Best Costume Design at the Academy Awards. Um, Alice in Wonderland is credited with starting a trend of live-action mm-hmm. um, fairy tale fantasy films, even though it was not the first of its kind. Yeah. Um, so Tim Burton wanted to develop this story because he never felt an emotional tie to the book and said it was a girl wandering from one crazy character to another and I never felt any real emotional connection. Hmm. Um, there were talks to develop this as a Broadway musical in 2013, but no further developments had been made. And there is a sequel titled Alice in Wonderland Into the Looking Glass. Yeah, which I think the, one of the books is titled Alice in Wonderland Through the Looking right. Glass. Yeah. Senescence. Senescence. Senile. Old people. Got it. Okay. And now for my summary. For the first time in the history of this podcast, we watch a Tim Burton film. When Alice decides she doesn't want to marry a typical white man, she runs away and accidentally falls down a magic hole. She enters Wonderland where she meets Captain Jack Sparrow, Andy Sachs, Bellatrix Lestrange, and Snape Snape Severus Snape. Together with a slew of characters, she must discover who she truly is and save her own made-up world. This is a superstar cast. <laughs> there are so many people in this film. Yeah, I forgot Anne Hathaway was in this film I until Anne I saw her, and I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. I forgot." She I was mean, in this. Yeah. Alan Rickman. Yeah. Um, Helen. 
Bart. Helen Bonham, Bonham, Bonham Carter. Carter. Yeah. Which, although she is married to Tim Burton, so. Right. But still. Yeah, you know. You know. She frequently appears. Same with Alan Rickman. Right. Again, appears. But I, like, heard him speak, and I was like, oh, I know. I was like, is that Alan Rickman? Yeah. Um, there are a ton yeah, of people Yeah, a very in this big film. cast. Yeah. I remember seeing a lot of trailers for the movie. I Because we too. went to the movies a lot during that time. Yes. And I remember people I knew talking about it. Yes. People I knew had seen it. I remember on YouTube, there were tons of videos showed yes. up constantly. So I was like aware of it. Yeah. And I had definitely seen visual images. And I know I saw part of it on TV, not recently, but I don't know, sometime in the 2010s. Yeah. So yeah, this is the first time I watched it. I think it's fine. I appreciate that it has a distinct visual style, although it's unsettling. Those, those, the Tweedledee and Tweedledum. <laughs> and I know it's the guy who's um, one of the hosts from Great British Bake Off. Yeah, and he's, um, um, and on, he's from Brides. And from Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. And I can never remember what his name is. And I apologize to this man. Unsettling. Unsettling characters. It's hard to look at sometimes. Just like some of that. Um, but I appreciate, there's a couple things I appreciate. I appreciate that Tim Burton had a very direct, specific image that he wanted for this film, and I think he followed through. I think that he succeeded in taking an existing animated film for Disney and changing it into a new story, because we're not visiting Alice as a child, we're visiting her as a 19-year-old who's forgotten about this place and is having to, like, remember and, like, be brave and, like, find herself. Yep. But I, there's some, pro- I don't know. I just like some things with the story, I just like wasn't super into. And then Johnny Depp does a cringy dance at the end. Yeah. That I was like, that was weird. Why did we need this? But I liked the characterization of Alice. I thought Alice was really well done. I was invested in her as a character. They really wanted the Mad Hatter to be a, a, a person, um, which is fine. But I don't think that worked 100% of the time. But I think it's, like, overall, like, well done enough. I don't think it's perfect. I don't think it's the best live-action film I've seen. But I think it works. I think it, you know, is... Functions. With some of these, that's all we can really ask for. Yeah. Yeah. I think I liked that when we watched Dumbo... Live action, mm-hmm. who Tim Burton also did. Yeah. We said that we wondered how much influence Disney had over him. Right. I felt like in this movie, it felt like he was able to do what he wanted to do. Yes. The other thing I noticed is that we, we talked about this before we started recording. There was no songs. Right. Like no musical no music songs. Until the end. Until the very end. Right. Yeah. I actually really like this movie. Yeah. I think that, I, I think I like this movie because... They have, like, a story, mm-hmm. and I felt like the animated yeah. version lacked that. I really like the characterization of Alice. I actually really, really like what they did with Johnny Depp and mm-hmm. the Mad Hatter. I really like the scenes between him and Alice. I will agree, some of the story and plot was a little bit, like, iffy. Yeah, um, like, I wish Anne Hathaway had more to do. Right. I feel like that, I don't know if she's in the sequel. I'm, I'm clearly not sure, seen yeah. that. But I feel like she didn't really get a ton to work right. with. Yeah. But yeah, I think overall, like, I was happy with it because it wasn't a direct recreation. Yeah. Decision I think yeah. you can have success like that. Mm-hmm. And I think the other way to do success is what we saw with Cinderella, where you yes. take 
you recreate it, but you make everything, improve on everything, right. basically. Improve and you have a, like a vision that works right. and is true to the film right. and like in the same spirit. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, I liked it in that regard. Yeah, but yeah, but overall I thought it was like, I enjoyed watching it. I was like, I engaged, so. Yeah, I just, those twins really were unsettling. <laughs> I kind of liked it, though, because. I it, just it, didn't like it. It reminded me of Tim Burton's stuff. Yeah, but I didn't, I think because they were, see, I think if they were real people, like yeah, puppets or, or practical yeah. effects, I maybe would have been a little more right. lenient, but I don't know. I was off put. Yeah. Oh, another thing I noted, there was a lot of eye shit, and I thought you were going to be upset about that. Because <sighs> how much oh, eye stuff they no, did. Oh, no, Hannah. I think what I decided, because I watched it happen, I watched a mouse stab a the the was the babadook yeah i can't remember the name of it the dog thing um a mouse stabs it in the eye and pulls its eyeball out and i think i like acknowledged that that had happened but i was like it's all cgi i didn't enjoy it i think i chose to ignore it okay (laughs) more so um i don't know why i things need to be in every movie they feel a need but I think because it was all CGI, it was less uh, startled. Oh. One thing. I feel like the end of the movie was really chaotic. Yeah. Because you have her return to essentially like no time has passed or a little bit of time has passed. Well, because she's... Well, one, there's this huge battle where she slays the Jabberwocky No, I mean like after that. Yeah, but it's yeah, it, like okay. it ends. The whole movie right. ends with chaos, like in one right. So there's this battle, to, yeah. and then she goes back, and yeah. then she's like talking to everyone really quickly, and then yeah. she goes like off and like is like I'm gonna go to China and trade. Yeah. Could have used an extra like five minutes, yes. maybe it to very flush it out a little. Yeah, but anyways, yes, I agree. I think my favorite character actually is the Mad Hatter. I just really like his. I like a lot of his scenes, a lot of the stuff he says, mm-hmm. and like his. I don't exactly know what to, like, describe it as, but his, like, clearly he has some sort of, like, struggle with, like, mental yeah something. And I liked how they went about that. Like, uh, when he's, like, in his, like, hat workshop at the castle and is, like, yeah, yeah I think that scene did a good job of, right. like, displaying that, yeah. But, yes, yeah, so. Yeah. I did enjoy the changes to that character, um, but I still think I liked I like Alice's adult character because I think they really fleshed out her personality and like, you know, the fact that she's now like a young adult and is right. like, you know, runs away from being married basically and yeah. is about to, yeah, about to marry a shitty man with digestive issues. I said if anyone ever proposed to me like this i would vomit yeah and like you know is basically like this is what is this all my life is right. kind of deal and i liked that yeah we had more of a relationship with her parents um and her sister yeah. and i would still say she's my favorite in this film so for like uh best animated to live a lot mm-hmm. of it didn't really apply but yeah. i wrote that i really liked how they reimagined the characters mm-hmm. i really liked the card guards in this movie yeah, as well i do too and i liked how they took the animated characters and made them for the most part how they yeah. made them into the live versions i think the one thing they kept pretty true is the beginning when she has to do the eat me drink me get the key from the table mm-hmm. but it's like it's a little bit different because it's her revisiting the same thing. Right. I thought that scene was was yeah. well done in being like, hey, this is the same way Alice entered in the animated film. Like, right. it is the same, but there's a little bit different. Yeah. 
I didn't actually write down a favorite line. Um, yeah, I didn't either. I didn't have a specific one. I liked the the one line her dad told her that um, when she's like, am I mad? And she's like, I think we're all a little mad. Oh, um, he said, yes, or probably, but all the best people are. All the best are. people are, And then yeah. she says that to, to the Mad Hatter. Yeah, I liked so that I liked, kind of, I liked yeah. that, um, that line. I thought was was well done. Yeah, I wrote, um, for favorite scene, I really liked when Mad Hatter and Alice were, it was like nighttime, they were talking about mm-hmm. like, how if this was all a dream and he was like, yeah. then I would be made up and all this stuff. I just really mm-hmm. liked their interaction in that scene. Yeah. I also really liked, just because I thought it was funny when um, the queen is trying on all the hats. Oh, yeah. I really liked that they're all like, oh, you've never looked better. Right. And she's like, no, no, next. And then they're like, oh, this well, is just, the best hat. This is the hat for you. I really yeah. like her as an actress. Yeah. And I liked the scene, too, where she walks in and she was like, did you eat my thing? Did you eat my tart? You? Yeah. And they're just like, no. And she yeah. just kept going and asking them. Yeah. Just like, did you eat my tart? Yeah. No. And then in terms yeah. of song, um, I just picked Avril Lavigne's song. I did. Even because there was no other choices. There were no other songs. So Avril Lavigne gets the win for yeah. this one. For the win. Yeah. All right. You ready to um, uh, add to our ranking list? Yeah. I think maybe we start with animated. Sure. I think yeah. I might have gone first last time. I, don't I really couldn't tell you. Okay. I don't remember. To clarify, um, we both ranked the animated the same where we had Cinderella's number one, Dumbo is number two. Yeah. Yes. And same for live action. Same for live action, yeah. yes. Oh, am I going first? Yeah. Okay. Um, so number four um, for animated, I still have Dumbo as last. Um, I think Dumbo is an interesting film. Time is not kind to it in a lot of ways in terms of racism and animal cruelty and you know stuff like that there's there's issues with the film there's also a lot of clowns i don't need to see that many clowns i think it's a fine animated film i think just comparing against the other three it still is my least favorite yeah i have dumbo as number four as well i just think it doesn't it didn't do much for me Mm -hmm. in terms of a movie and i just think that in terms of like a complete movie i don't think it stacks up with the other three yeah um so number three i have cinderella um, and this one I like more. This one I think works. I like the music. I like the, the general story. I think that, however, there are parts of this film that just drag, that are pretty boring. Um, and certainly when we discussed comparing these films, I think there are a lot of, there are some issues with the animated film that are done better in the live action. So I have it as number three. Yeah, I had number three as Cinderella. I think my issue with Cinderella was that it was very boring to me mm-hmm. and they didn't develop a lot of characters. Um, but I do think that in terms of, like, Cinderella, I think it's a more compelling story than Dumbo. Yeah. Um, so number two, I have Pinocchio. I think Pinocchio is really well done. I think it's, I mean, regarded as one of the best Disney animated films and just animated films in general, solely for visual aspects. Like, I think it is a stunning visual experience through the animation and the depth perception and the songs. Um, however, I just like one more film personally like more. Right. I went with number two being Alice in Wonderland. Um, I think it's a solid movie. I just think the lack of the story plot to me is like what makes it not as good for me. But I think that it has strong characters and I like the animation and I think that Alice is a compelling character. Yeah, so number one, I have Alice in Wonderland. I just personally really like the story elements that I think when they work, they really, really work. Um, and the characters are very interesting and unique and like 
designed in a way that is engaging and like colorful and um i think the one thing is that i never am bored during this movie um because pinocchio i think is really well done but there are a few points that i find can be i found could be a little like a little dull a little dragged you know dragged on a little bit whereas like alice in wonderland i didn't have any for myself any moments where i was like i could be doing something else right now yeah Um, yeah, number one, I have Pinocchio. I think in terms of, like, a complete movie to me, like, story, characters, uh, animation, the animation's mm-hmm. really good. I think, to me, it's, like, the number one. I agree, though, it's a little bit drags and points. But I think, like, as a complete movie, it was the one that stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. All right, to live action. Number four, I have Pinocchio. What do I need? I don't even need to say anything. It sucks. Don't watch it. There's no reason this need to be made. It's a money grab. There's nothing more to that. Yeah, number four is Pinocchio. I said not even Tom Hanks could save this movie. No, and he didn't. Even, he phoned it in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, number three, I have Dumbo. Um, I think Dumbo suffers a lot. I think there are a lot of issues with the film that we went into in great depth. So if you want to hear our, our thoughts on Cinderella and Dumbo, go back and listen to our first episode. Some things work. Some characters are interesting, but there's just so many problems that are not improved from the original film. Number three. So number three, I have Dumbo as well. Um, I think that, I think it was okay. I understood. I think I said before that I appreciated what they tried to do. I just don't think they executed it. I agree. So I think I appreciate them trying to like have creativity, but I also Mm -hmm. think Dumbo loses, he's not the main character anymore and he loses all the emotion and it's hard to follow that story at that point. Yeah, and so number two, I have um, Alice in Wonderland, the live action. Um, Of the two Tim Burton films on this list, this is clearly the better one. Um, I think the characters are, um, like, flushed out a lot more from the animated film. I think it's interesting. It's certainly, like, they took risks that I think worked most of the time. certainly had a vision and an art style that is a little unsettling to me at times, um, but I think worked because of this being like a fantasy world and like good characters and like good designs and like, yeah, yeah even costumes that we didn't talk about really. Yeah, the costumes. Yeah, were costumes amazing. were really, really, really good. I see stuff. why they won like an award yeah, for Yeah, because they were like, really good. I think the costume design yeah. was really well done. So I think there were a lot of elements that worked. I just don't think it is the best. Yeah, I have number two, Alice in Wonderland. I really enjoyed the film, I enjoyed the cast. I think that it was, in my oh, we never said if we liked the animated or the live action oh. more. I think I like the animated more. Okay, just because I really like the animated film, but it's pretty, it's pretty close. Yeah, I think it's close. I would, yeah. I would give the live action a little bit of an edge because I yeah. think they improved on a some better things. story. Yeah, because um, that's what I was going to mention. I said yeah. that I think it improves off the film, and I think that. Um, there are little parts of it that don't really work for me, but I think that I like that they took this story and made it something different. Yeah. And I think it worked for them. Yeah, I agree. Um, number one, it's still going to be Cinderella. So it is much. It is going to be it's hard. Like, it's going to be hard to top Cinderella yeah. because Cinderella works in all the ways that a live action Disney movie should work. Yeah. It takes the original story. It stays true to the message, but it improves on things that the first, the animated fails at. It, right. it gives the prince a character. Yeah. It stunning costume work yes that dress is yeah amazing the way they gave more life to certain characters and um improved on things that were they were done better just genuinely were done better relationships and building chemistry and you know interactions between characters 
it's going to be very hard for any say. to beat this. I would be really surprised if any of these movies yeah. top Cinderella. It's it's going to be hard because I I have seen we've seen Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I've seen Aladdin. Yep, I've seen a few of them that you know they made tons of money. Right. However, of the ones I've seen. I don't, I haven't seen one that has beaten this so far. Yeah, I think Cinderella does a lot of what you said. I think they just, character development is really good. I think the chemistry was really good. I think they just like improved on every aspect of that movie. Yeah. Now, the last thing I wanted to talk about, Hannah, is since we did this episode, there have been some, like, they have announced some new live action films that are going to be produced in the future. So, as we know, Little Mermaid is coming out later this year. Right. I am incredibly nervous. It could go horrible. It could be good. Yeah. I'm going to be... The problem is that Little Mermaid was probably my favorite Disney as a kid. I'm going to be incredibly critical. Peter Pan and Wendy, which is based on Peter Pan. Yeah. um, We've had so many Peter Pan adaptations that it's going to be hard for something to stand out. Right. Um, Because Hook is my preferred Peter Pan, to be honest. Um, The animated's great, too, but... Yeah. Hook, I think, does well. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves is coming out in 2024. They're making Mufasa, The Lion King, live action, which is based, I would assume, a prequel to The Lion King. Hercules. This one? Expectations. I have expectations, Hannah. Yep. This it could is, be really good. This is how I feel about Hercules and how I feel about Hunchback, which has also been announced. Yes. These are both movies that could be very good or, or could be very bad. Now, the thing that I am that I think is really interesting, the Hercules movie is being directed by Guy Ritchie, who has done did Sherlock Holmes, right. Man from Uncle. He's also done things that have not done well as right. well. I think he did Aladdin. Right. If I'm remembering correctly. But the Russo brothers are producing the film. Okay. Um, which they've done a lot of great things as well. Right. Um, there also is a sequel to the live action jungle book. Yep. There's an untitled Cruella sequel. A Tinkerbell movie, Sword in the Stone, Robin Hood. We're getting an anthropomorphic live action Robin Hood, which I'm not excited about. Uh, There is another Aladdin movie, Bambi, The Aristocats, and Hannah, the most, I think the one that I find the most interesting, Lilo and Stitch. Also terrified for that one. Because that could go... (laughs) horribly wrong yeah now that is like 15 movies that's a lot that they have planned announced not right. not all of them have dates but, but have plans to do which is like they will not stop they no. will i mean they're making sequels to sequels and they're now. also probably not gonna stop until they make every movie yeah except except fucking atlantis hannah yeah treasure planet and atlantis maybe we're never gonna get them Maybe one day. What? Okay, how far do we have to go before they then start to live live action their 3D movies? Right, live action, live because action. Based on the Pinocchio that yes. came out this year, right. I have a lot of questions. And concerns. Ab- and concerns about a lot of I these games. I think warranted. Yeah. Uh, and I guess we'll see. Yeah. If we get to them. We will, you know, be yeah, back we'll with keep more trucking along. I think uh, next on the docket, I think Sleeping Beauty's coming up. Yeah. And I think that there is maybe 101 Dalmatians yeah. as well. Which I never want to see that wooden no. puppet again in live action form. Yeah. Dear God. 
I was, Hannah, that was hard. That was a hard one to get through. It was. I watched it yesterday and I was struggling. Started my morning with it. A great way to start your morning. Always. You love smelling that horse shit? I do. Drinking your root beer? I do. You drink two things of root beer? Uh, uh, uh. Bad child. Naughty, naughty. Get sold to the salt mine because you drank root beer. Oh, boy. Please do better, Tom Hanks. Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> You're done. Um, yeah, but if you yeah. want to follow us on social media, we have, um, we have an Instagram, we have a Twitter, uh, R3 podcast. We have a, an email, r 3 podcast at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions, comments, critiques, um, if you've seen that Pinocchio or any of the Pinocchios and like to comment on them, feel free to do so. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we'll be back, uh, later in the month for something else. Something else. Bye. Bye. We would like to thank Joseph McDade for our intro music. He provides free music available for all kinds of creative use. The song that we used is called Sunrise Expedition, and you can find it and his other music on his website, josephmcdade.com. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at r3podcasts at gmail.com. That's r, the number three, p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram by searching research rank repeat. I think it's... <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to stop you. Okay, anyways. It's okay. <clears throat> Joseph Gordon-Levitt only does like one movie every five years. Why did he choose this one? I don't know. I love that I think his two acting credits in 2022 were the gong from um, Knives Out, Glass Onion, and... Jimmy Cricket. Yeah. From live action. Pinocchio. Wants.